Hey, welcome to The Conversation. You're listening to Andy Mason, and this is Authentic Conversations Around the Messy Intersection of Faith, Family, and Business. And today I've got for you a conversation I had with Patrice Sage. Patrice is the founder and director of Nehemiah Project. It's a bunch of online resources and biblical entrepreneurship. Uh, there's an entire community. They're all over the world, and not only teaching people biblical entrepreneurship, the practical components, not just the principles, but real life, how do you build business and then funding them and then building community in the process. Love what they do. And Patrice is going to be speaking at our conference in a few weeks time, Kingdom Business. So uh, enjoy this conversation where he's asking me about what the conference is, what it's about, what is Kingdom Business? Uh, Can you do Kingdom Principles without connection with the King? Whole heap of others that I trust you're going to enjoy. If you want to find out more, uh, jump on to heaveninbusiness.com and I hope to see you soon. Uh, I'm here with uh, Andy Mason. We're going to talk about his upcoming conference that I have the honor and privilege to be one of the speakers. The conference is around a topic that you guys would love. Watch this. It's all about kingdom business. Can you believe it? Kingdom business on February 23rd through the 25th in Redding, California uh, at uh, the very uh, Bethel Church. Uh, Andy will be hosting us and I think, what, over 200 of your friends, Andy? <laughs> over 200 of your, of, your, of your friends will be coming together. And let me kind of give you a sense of what Andy, Andy has going. So he, on his website, by the way, you can visit a Heaven and Business, uh, where he kind of introduces this in a, in a really fun way. He first defines the kingdom of God as the administration and operating system of Jesus giving you power over sin, power over systems, power over Satan. Uh, and so, so he's not playing. I mean, he's talking about going straight after the enemy. And then he says this, the kingdom of God is experiencing, ex- experiencing business through people and the culture they create. It results in a return on investment, both temporary and eternal. A kingdom business person lives a godly life led and empowered by the Holy Spirit, manifests the fruit of the Spirit and growing in excellence. And then he goes on to talk about it. You're going to have some amazing people, uh, myself. You're going to have a guy named Ken Fish that's going to be there. Uh, Emma Sharma is going to be there. Uh, Brandon Aaron is going to be there. Chris Bolotin uh, is going to be there. And of course, uh, Michelle Raftery and Andy himself. So Andy, let's talk about this conference. So first of all, um, you are known to do great conferences. My friend Ford has been there with you. Also, uh, our other friend uh, Jay has been there with you. You've known to kind of bring heaven in business at over there in Reddings. So what's brought about this conference? What do you hope to expect? What can our listeners and viewers expect should they decide to be a part? Yeah, great question. Uh, it's I'm loving listening to what you're saying. It's like, oh, but you got to remember is. Patrice, you were one of the ones that helped me articulate some of this. So let's not underplay who who Patrice is and what you've done and what you've brought in your story of really experiencing God and as a businessman, entrepreneur, and then seeing through the Bible with the lens of a businessman. Oh, my gosh. God is in aspect, every single aspect of life. That's the kingdom. It just breaks down. This is not about an event. It's about a lifestyle. Mm. So what's this about is 
more and more. I'm just so excited about the kingdom of God. Uh, I love and you love Miles Monroe. If anybody's never heard of him and his books, you've got to you've got to read that. Get a hold of that. Is is the experiencing the kingdom? That's what Jesus brought and taught, mm -hmm. and it's literally a partnership with Him. So the King and His kingdom in every aspect of life, from the boardroom to the bedroom to the battlefield. And I've been on this journey really since leaving New Zealand, coming here. I've always been hungry to see more, but since coming to the States, I've been able to fully give myself to exploring and experimenting and testing what is possible with God in our place of work. That is not just about me and my workplace, but literally about the kingdom engaging and advancing in my city. And so if people are hungry to experience more of that, not just it's like we'll have wonderful teaching. We have uh, we have Ken Fish, who is 25 years corporate, and then John Wimber from the Vineyard Movement, his right-hand man. Uh, we have Chris Valentin, who's senior associate leader of, of Bethel Church, who grew up in the auto uh, shop repair business and then has also been building alongside of Bill Johnson for 35-plus years. So that, that history, the seasoned uh, experience of walking this out. And then we've got a series of case studies from Emma, who is was a general counsel in a global defense contracting company, and Michelle, her and her husband had a veteran-owned business that went in and did contracting uh, through to uh, Brandon here was a VP with a global franchise company, not a Christian company, but he just took a risk and saw God do miraculous things in his work. And so if people are like, I want, I want to understand it, the principles, the foundations, I want to hear the case studies. And then literally what we will do is we activate everybody. Uh, Jesus said, these signs follow them that believe. Mm. The kingdom, not just a matter of talk, but of power. So I want to see that. And literally we will activate people to do that, both practicing within the event itself. And then we bring in some local businesses, about 15 local businesses on the Friday, and we get to the prearrange. We know them relationally. So we get to experiment and practice. If Jesus said, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, I'm like, let's let's see what we can do. Let's see what God wants to say to these businesses. And I know it is going to be a fun time. Wow, I love it. What I love about the partnership between Nehemiah and Heaven Business is that you, you, you really literally get, it's about heaven and business. I mean, we get into the mechanical, we're concerned about profitability, balance sheet, you know, all that other stuff. We are concerned about the other dimensions as well. But you're concerned really about those things. But and you want to see evidence of the kingdom being manifested in the spirit of the business, which is really where the power is. Yeah. But let's take it back a little bit, because those of us who come from royal backgrounds, you know, you've been from New Zealand, having yeah. a monarchy. I am actually being from Cameroon. I was born in a royal family. So I understand royalty Good. from my grandfather. And I'm actually doing a book right now, my mother, oh, cool. uh, about her life as a princess. So we understand, unlike many Americans, we understand the monarchy and, and that psychic. Let's talk a bit about that. Because if you if all you've known is democracy, yeah, it's it's a hard concept to understand, even in the natural. You know, when you are a subject of a kingdom, 
you are actually the property of that king. You literally a subject of that kingdom. And so that means that the king may not know you personally, but whatever they decide in that in that in that house, whatever yeah. policy, whatever decree, whatever you it could change what you do without a vote. It's just one person's decision could just change everything. Is is that a hard concept to grab for those of us who have just you know understand that it has to go to the Senate and the Congress and all of that checks and balance stuff? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you you nailed it. Is and I don't think there is any system on earth without Christ at the center, it will end up being in some form of dysfunction. So we put that aside. New Zealand uh, was is part of the Commonwealth under, under England, but it still operates as a democracy. So I kind of see a little bit of both. But I just, uh, that is what it's like with this kingdom and the king and how I love it, how Miles Monroe talks about everybody at their core wants power and control. And he brings it out. It's like, where does that come from? It's because you were designed with that in mind. Be fruitful, multiply, and have dominion. It's like we have a dominion mandate. So we, without understanding uh, the my, my delegated responsibility is from a king and his kingdom. It was set up that way, and it only operates at its fullness when I'm yielded to the king, when mm. I have connection with the king. And people ask, well, can you operate in kingdom principles and not have relationship with the king? And I'm like, yes, absolutely you can, but it will always, always end up in dysfunction without connection to the king himself, which we know is Jesus Christ. Wow, well said, well said. So, so a couple of things here that we gather, guys. So the, the kingdom is about giving the king absolute control and power, absolute. Secondly, is, is you now choosing by free will to submit to that absolute control and power. Yeah. And you make a point which has with relationship, which is, you know, because we, and I think about the, the, the lawyer who came to Jesus saying, hey, I've done all of this, I've done all of this, what else must I do, right? And, and essentially, you know, Jesus tested him by, by saying, okay, do, do this one more thing. And yeah. what Jesus was trying to say, it's not about a list you accomplish. Because I can always extend the list to where, you know, but, but it really is a bad relationship. If you, if you understand me, if you're intimately involved with me, then you understand. And here's the power that, that though I have absolute control, it's my dominion and, and, and I've given you a level of authority, but it's for your benefit. It's yeah. for your blessing. It's for you who have done this. That's what relationship comes. In other words, it's not to, to make things difficult for you. To make things easy for you, it's, it's not to it's not to uh, to withdraw to withhold. It's to bless. Yeah. So th that is your relationship because works versus grace, right? Spirit led versus law. So let's talk about that because at your conference you're going to attempt to kind of help us understand how to operate as kingdom businesses in a frame of a kingdom. But yeah. then you're going to take us to a deeper dimension which is that dimension where we are able to experience that intimacy with God, where we truly are intimate relationship with the king himself, which is now where we, the true power comes in. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I love it. It's profound, really. 
how the God of all the universe would make us kings and priests, like under him, like I'm a, I'm an under king or an under shepherd. That's right. Like why he would do, I mean, David said this, I look to the heavens, the work of your fingers, the sun, moon, and stars that you've made. What is man that you're, why, like, you'd do a much better job without us. You'd like just stepping in and just taking control and, and just you, it would be way better without us. And yet you choose to dwell with us. I think it's this contrast Patrice of every religion. So as soon as we lose connection, which is what happened in the garden with Adam and Eve, we then attempt to fulfill, to do what is in us in innately this mandate inside us is still there. We try and do that without God and we'll, we'll do it in some way, whether that's good works, performance, striving, stress, control, manipulation, whatever it is, that becomes man's attempt to fulfill the purpose. And that's what we call religion. Every religion is man's attempt to accomplish something. Whereas Christianity and the kingdom is God saying, guys, there is nothing. This is grace, the undeserved love and the ability to transform any situation. Jesus says, hey, Patrice, Andy, your best day is, doesn't even come close. You're not, you cannot do this. So I will come down and model and show you guys how to live this life. And I'll pay the price for your mess up so that you can fully access it. Welcome to the kingdom. So that's, we, it starts with, I cannot access this in my own ability. I yield, I come as a living sacrifice. I'm not called to be a slave of God. I don't transfer from slave to slave of sin to slave of God. He didn't come with the ultimate price for a workforce, but for a family. And that's mind blowing that we could have this relationship with the creator of the universe and then see his power system and life modeled through us in our work. I love it. Again, talking with Andy Mason, the founder and the director of, uh, of Heaven in Business, a ministry that's affiliated with, with uh, Bethel and Reddings, focusing on making sure that to bring heaven in the workplace and business in the life of workplace believers and entrepreneurs. He's having a conference coming up on February the 23rd through the 25th. And that conference will deal with the topic kingdom business. All right. So, um, Andy, who are the types of people, our friends and are listening, who should, who does this conference concern? Who should be coming? If I'm watching and listening, speak to me for a little bit. Who are the kind of people who, who, yeah. who should be coming to this conference? Yeah. So we, we aim specifically, we say Heaven and Business is about uh, connect, train, and activate business people to partner with God in their place of work and engage in the well-being of the city they serve. And we, we have two groups of people that we touch. One's the crowd, and two is really drilled down to who ultimately do we focus on. And we focus on the few who influence the many. So who is that? Anybody that's in business that leads others so they recognize I have a responsibility, whether that's employees uh, that you employ yourself, so business owner, or it could be an executor, a leader, or a manager that you recognize I have a sphere of influence and I want to see this happen into my place of work where I'm leading others. 
Now, that's what we focus on. Uh, so business owners, business leaders, executives, managers, but then we'll also find that there'll be spiritual leaders that say, I, I'm, I, how, what does this look like? How do I empower my, my kingdom, my business people in the kingdom? What does it look like? How do I translate that? And then we'll, we'll find all sorts of people. If you're an employee and you don't manage anybody, but you feel this call of God to business, you love God, love business, and want to see these two things work out together, then this is for you. Wow, that is awesome. So if I'm a leader, I'm an entrepreneur, um, I'm, I'm a known, I'm an executive, or I'm in any sphere where I feel like I'm in the marketplace where I really want to understand these principles to bring to bear to tap into. So I don't have to own the business that I operate in order for me to be concerned. No. That's but how do I, but how do I, if Sorry. I don't own the business, how do I, you know, how, how do I get the legal authority and right to bring the kingdom in, Andy? Uh, I mean, I love this. Jesus tells these stories of, he says, the, like the kingdom is like, and the kingdom is like yeast sown into dough. And it's kneaded in, and then it grows and causes everything to rise. So if you look at the story in the Bible with where you had Joseph or where you had Daniel, they were not in a Christian company, and they didn't have ownership of that company. They both served kings who were actually anti what we would say, anti-God, anti the values of the kingdom. And yet they had significant influence because as it says in Daniel, they that know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. So when I understand that my citizenship is of heaven, that upgrades my citizenship of earth and any environment that I am in, the kingdom of God is the superior kingdom. That power of a sin, so that's moral excellence, power of a systems. So every single system from the human body system to the system of HR, the system of sales, every system that's a kingdom system produces life. And then power of a Satan or, the, or, or supernatural power, which is not just limited to miracles, but wisdom and insight. So if you are in a business or in any sphere of influence or any sphere at all, when you understand the kingdom and how it operates and what you have access to as a kingdom citizen there are benefits and then you get to experience and learn and grow in character you grow in power you grow in intimacy and you start to see the kingdom on display wherever you are oh wow i love it i love it now we're going to again i'm talking to with andy mason andy's hosting a conference coming up uh that conference is focused on kingdom business on february 23rd through 25th in reddings california on the same campus as uh, as Bethel Church. By the way, Andy, I know the answer to this. A lot of my friends will say, well, Patrice, okay, what is, is this a ministry of Bethel? What's the connection here? Uh, I'm going to let you define your own words. So, so because you are, you are at Bethel Church uh, in Reddings. And so what the connection here between this ministry and Bethel, the church? Yeah, so it's a beautiful relationship. So uh, in 2008, I came here and I did the School of Ministry. So there's a wonderful three-year program. If people want to see and experience what it looks like to understand really your identity in Christ and really anything that comes out is an overflow of my friendship with God. Because I can mm -hmm. raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, give millions of dollars away. But if I don't know him, I've got nothing. 
So really it deals with identity and then how do you live a supernatural lifestyle? That's the school of ministry. So I did that. But in my first year, I was like, this is wonderful. At the time, uh, the students would, would be equipped and trained how to heal the sick. And they would almost, in some cases, aggressively chase after sick people in the public to pray for them, to see them get healed. Zealous, absolutely zealous. But in a business setting, that scared away patrons. That mm. wasn't necessarily good. So from the business community, there was only animosity towards the church and the ministry school. So coming from a business background, I saw some of this and said, what are we doing for the business community? Because there's got to be more than healing the sick. Uh, I mean, I love revival, people getting coming awakened spiritually, but what, what does this lead to? It's unto something. And for me, that city's fully alive. And for the city to be fully alive, it's the economic engine of the city, which is the business community. So I simply asked the question as a student in the first year school of ministry, what are we doing for the business people? And it was one of those moments where I was looking for someone to serve. And they said, well, we love this, love what, what you're asking. Uh, we don't have someone doing it. Why don't you just do something? And I'm thinking, this, I mean, this speaks to everybody listening to this right now. You're looking for someone else to serve. What if it's you? You're the one that sees it. And so they said, well, you do something. I'm like, well, what would I do? And literally, I was connected with a local business person who loves this, who's living this out. And we just began to serve the local business person. That just grew and grew and grew until what became heaven and business. And it's a self-funded department of the church. So because it expands on the vision of Bill Johnson and Chris Valentin, and we're taking this and translating that, so kingdom fully expressed on earth, on earth as it is in heaven, what does that look like in a business realm? So effectively, I've taken what they have established, and I'm just going further into the marketplace and equipping business leaders to do it. So right now, it's I have a wonderful relationship and so much freedom when I'm just said from a, if you're given the mandate, just don't cost the church anything. You got do it, fund it. Uh, we trust you. You protect our culture. We don't fully understand what you're doing, but you just advance this. We've been doing that for 13 years. And wow. Bill Johnson would say, Andy, I've had this as a philosophy for years, but haven't quite known how to do it. You're doing it. And that's just the I love it. Honor. What I love about what you just said is a great beautiful partnership, how a marketplace person partners with their local church and their pastoral team to bring a, 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 a dimension of ministry into the marketplace to make it relevant. This is a yeah. great. This is what we've asked Andy to actually be one of the speakers. We're going to be holding this conference called uh, um, Church Marketplace Conference for pastors. And we're going to hear things like this as individuals like Andy and others who are partnering with their local churches to bring the, to bring church into the marketplace yeah. and the modern the local church. This is, this is an awesome, awesome. Andy, they're asking me to talk about how we got connected I, before I go to my next question, you know, so of course, Andy has spoken for us at, um, at Nehemiah week. He's become a great personal friend. And um, Andy and I got connected through a group called um, what is that? The Great Awakening Project, GAP. And so we were brought together by GAP so that we might be able to 
it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a multitude of ministries who've come together to try to fulfill the great commission, the great commandment. Would you say yeah. that, is that a way yeah. to describe it, Andy? Absolutely. And so, and so we all kind of collaborated together. And so through that, we got to know each other and, and, uh, and the rest is history. You know, speaking of gap, I mean, what I love most about the Great Weekend Project, Andy, is the opportunity to get to know other marketplace leaders in the marketplace. I mean, you know, private that, you know, Ford and um, Oz and I kind of walked together, but just seeing the breath that is out there and what God is doing. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's, it's exciting. And, and I think anybody is listening to this would be aware that there are so many wonderful uh, marketplace initiatives. So whether that's C12 and Convene, uh, whether there's marketplace chaplains, which place trained pastors or chaplains into workplaces across the United States and the world, whether these things, it's like, we're all going after, really, we're going after the same thing. So I love the analogy where they talk about a, a freeway. There's a freeway of people. And mm. what you find in on a freeway is at every exit, there's a series of different food outlets. There'll be fast food. There'll be a restaurant. There's chicken. There's beef. There'll be different other things. But they're all there because they recognize we're all in the same business or service helping people get fed and it's what if we as believers and kingdom <clears throat> so i'm not fighting for my domain it's not my kingdom this is this hot we get back to i'm under a king i am i am a citizen of a kingdom and i am not the king this is not mine i serve at the pleasure of the king and he's Amen. given me great gifts and i have great benefits how can we work together and understand that we're different flavors and we cater to different people, but we can we can work together and actually collaborate. So as Ford's been doing this with transformational leadership, uh, you with Nehemiah Project, me with Heaven and Business, Shea Bynes with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, all of these things starting to work together is truly beautiful. And imagining ourselves as uh, here's here's the here's the the freeway of all these people running up and down, pursuing their life. But all of them need supernatural food or spiritual food that will wake them up to a superior reality. And here's these different organizations, C12, Convene, Nehemiah Project, perched on the side of the freeway saying, hey, all of you who are hungry and thirsty, come and be fed. All you who are wary, come and we'll give you something that will sustain you. That Isaiah 55, come to me all are wary. And I'll give you rest for your soul. You can't buy this. Money can't buy this. Uh, but come and uh, come and eat and taste and see how this is so good. I love it. You see why I love this guy so much. He's such a collaborator. Again, I'm talking to Andy Mason, the founder and director of Heaven and Business. He has a conference coming up, Kingdom Business, on February 23rd through the 25th in Redding, California. If you're not registered, you want to do that now so you can be a part. I'll be there. So as we wrap up here, I'm going to give you a teaser of what I'm going to talk about. And then I'm going to have Andy kind of share with us some of the things you can expect at the conference okay. so that you might know why you should be a part. So as for me, I'm going to be dealing with that very subject, kingdom business. That's a fun thing. How do you build a sustainable kingdom business? And so we're going to first start, we're going to define what does it mean to be able to be a 
uh, build this. What is this? They mean to have a sustainable kingdom business. Good. And I'm going to share a story of a client that I work with that was in an unsustainable success and what it meant for that client to move to sustainable success. Great. Right. And the cost that they have to bear to transition over. And because oftentimes, when you think about moving into a kingdom dimension, we have to think about the price you have to pay. Yeah. Now, there's a reward on the other side, but that reward is not guaranteed. But the cost is guaranteed. But by faith, there's an eternal guaranteed reward. And there's a temporal reward that is guaranteed, which money cannot buy. So we're going to kind of give that illustration. You kind of convince our, our participants and so now you, you want to go kingdom yeah. because no amount of money is worth any other alternative. And then we'll not, okay, now that we understand what that is, what is, what is kingdom business success looks like? We're going to just give you guys some criteria, what it looks like. And then we have a little rating sheet. We'll have you do some activities to kind of really look at your current business is how sustainable is it? And then we'll deal with, okay, how now do you build a sustainable business? We're going to do this framework uh, of, of that we've laid out where how do you begin by building it through best practice? How do you build it through biblical principles? And how do you build it by tapping through the supernatural? And we're going to just walk you step by step, giving you examples of what you can do. Because as you think about building a sustainable kingdom business, you have to recognize this. The world knows a thing or two about running a business. That's right. And But I think you said it earlier, uh, Andy, all of it, if it's good and it works, comes from the Bible. They just don't give it credit. Yeah. And the challenge that we as Christians often make, we reject the best practice of the world because <laughs> we assume it's the world's. Yeah. I know. We are all operating under the kingdom, under the king's domain. Right? But then... Best practice, as good as it is, and we must understand if we're going to build something in the business, we have to understand that without intentionality around tying that to biblical principles, we have no guardrails, yeah. right? And, and our, our, our sustainability and viability can be compromised, right? And that's, that's the next dimension. What does that look like to be intentional yeah. about bringing biblical principle around the best practice of business? But then it gets fun which is how do you now beyond that go into this other dimension called supernatural, which is what this whole conference is all about. Yeah. So you really understanding how do you bring all those three things together to really make sure that your kingdom company is, is viable and sustainable and able to carry out the call that God has for it. So that's what we try to deal with. So with that said, Andy, what can I expect from some of the other speakers? Give us some, yeah. some a, few, a few nuggets here. Yeah, so even before the speakers, there's going to be 200 business people from mm. primarily the States, but international also, as that's starting to open up again, that are all on the same page, that are saying, how do I, how do I partner more with God? How do I see the kingdom advance? I'm called to business. It's my lane. How do I do that? So when you get 200 people like that in the room together, it is electric. So some of the conversations and learning is not from the stage. It's actually mm -hmm. interacting with others at tables, which we intentionally facilitate. So that's one of the joys that I get to see and experience where people are like, oh, so this is not a them and us. This is we are all in this together. So that's, that's number one. You're going to connect with others 
who are like-minded and you'll be saying, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. There are others like me who are either as crazy or as stable or as hungry for more. So that's, mm. that's number one. Number two is th this mix of really seasoned, I would say generals, generals of faith and business where you've got this wonderful friend of mine, Patrice Sagay, and his wife is going to be there. That's right. We are so looking. Patrice, I've met you. But I'm looking forward to meeting your wife. Now you're saying your daughter's coming. This my daughter, she twisted my arm. So yeah, my daughter yeah. is coming did, as well. It didn't sound like it took much, but this is going to be fun. So Patrice Sagay, Ken Fish. Uh, if no one's heard Ken before, jump onto the podca podcast. And his podcast, God is Not a Theory. God is Not mm -hmm. a Theory. Just the title. Like you will hear his journey from a business person who's highly, highly educated. So he brings this, uh, this aspect of the, oh my gosh, the depth of this and how he unpacks it. And, and you see that the kingdom of God has been God's plan all along. Look through the Bible. Then Chris Valentin is always someone who's lived this out for decades in relationship, following the voice of God and equipping others from his books like Spirit Wars to Supernatural Ways of Royalty. He has taught and developed this and built this and lives it out. And so those are, those are our kind of keynote speakers. And then the case studies. Mm. I'm just so excited to introduce some new people. So Emma Sharma uh, got to meet as uh, she's, she was the general counsel for a global defense contracting company which literally trains the military before they're deployed. Wow. And to make sure that if they train them well, they come back alive. So I got to go onto one of the American forces bases and seeing that in operation and meeting with Christians in the military and serving the military. They understand things about life and death that many of us just have no concept for. So Emma brings an understanding from that realm and what happens when the kingdom shows up. What does it look like? Does it always look like, you know, arms being healed? And what about the wisdom and the insight to navigate toxic work environments or life and death work situations? Mm -hmm. So that's Emma. Uh, introduce you to Dave Whitbeck. Dave's in the uh, manufacturing space. And for 13 years have been working on a product that is really world-class, but it's like one of those, when is this going to hit like the curve of really just getting accepted into the market? And I got to work with them for three months and just saw the tipping point happen where we would pray at, like the unbelievable thing, like, God, how does this even work? Where I'm reminded of that you have not because you ask not. So I said, Dave, I know that's not your department, but have you prayed about that? He's like, no, I haven't. Or should we do that? So we literally, what do we need to ask the Lord for? Well, in this case, there's a labor supply. It's a supply chain issue. There's nothing we can do. Something rises up on the inside of me. Is like, in the kingdom of God, there is no supply chain issues. What if we just asked him? And he's like, yeah, I think we should. So where two or three agree, it shall be done. So we prayed and we asked God that however he wants to do that, whether that's a truck falls out of the sky, whether the system, I, 
like I don't know how God do, does things, but I just know that he does things, whether that's a wisdom, insight, a creative way of doing it differently than before. We pray and we'd heard from the supply that it was at least two weeks, at least two weeks before they could get a truck even on the road. Well, 24 hours later, Dave texted me and said, Andy, you're not going to believe this. A truck full of the raw ingredients for, for rubber that we needed for our manufacturing company just turned up at the depot. Like, wow. I don't even have the invoice. And we had, to, we had to track down, like, is there an invoice? Is this like a supernatural truck? Yeah. The invoice actually followed it a couple of days later. But that's so outside of the normal process. Like, how does that even happen? Other than when we partner with God, we apply these principles, we see things happen that if you're not paying attention, you'd have just miss it. But they happened again and again and again. And oh, my goodness. Michelle Raftery I talked about in a veteran-owned business in the construction uh, contracting space. She now works with me with Heaven and Business, so you're going to hear inside out. And then Dave, uh, Dave, just like these guys in, in corporate. And he said, what if I started a prayer meeting where I am? And it started just with two of them. And then over a period of five years, 140 of their employees in corporate office became followers of Jesus. And 100, 120 of the franchisors from around the world pressed in. It's like the kingdom is advancing and forceful people lay hold of it. So people will truly be eyes opened. You won't just hear about it. You'll get to taste and experience it, and you'll meet people all around you on that same journey. Wow, wow. As you were sharing, I'm thinking faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. I'm thinking the in, being part of an ecosystem, a community of yeah. like-minded heart and minds, you know, I'm, I'm just, oh my, it's, it's like just immersing yourself for two to three days with like heart and mind people. You kind of walk away from that environment. It's like, you've been to heaven. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> that's what it's like. And then, and then it becomes, how do we apply this? And we'll literally finish with mastermind groups where we individually saying, what are you going to do? How are you going to apply this to your life going forward? How are you going to stay? connected and understanding that and that's where there's nehemiah community and there's a heaven and business community ongoing to encourage equip and empower one another to walk this out which uh, is just so exciting wow well i'm looking forward to being there guys i hope you are as well again the date is february the 23rd through the 25th it's called simply kingdom business in redding california hosted by heaven in business by my good friend, Andy Mason. I'll be there. Join me there. So that, join me, Gina, and Danielle there so that together we can bring heaven to earth. 